Chronicles. Okay, episode 14 of the Journeyman Chronicles is officially on the go. Uh, we are talking to none other than my own mom, Rosa Santiago. The Christmas episode I saved from my mom, and I also wanted to save it from my wife. My mom obviously uh, had me loving the season as a kid, and then my wife helped me find that spirit again. But before we get into that episode and before we really dig in, I want to take the beginning of this episode to plug some good friends of mine. They got an online business thing, Too Sincere. It's an online shop where you can get candles and fragrances, types of sprays and shit. Uh, great, great people, locally based in Lancaster, Pennsylvania now. Uh, if you remember a few episodes back, I spoke to Jose Garcia. His wife, Jazzy Garcia, is the one that runs Too Sincere. Um, we are, like, I love these candles. My wife and I love these candles. I ordered twice already. And um, these candles are cool because they're hand poured. Uh, each individual candle is hand poured by Jazzy. I love the way they smell. They're fucking fantastic. I love the names because these are unique names. Uh, for example, I have I have one that says "Tis the season." Obviously, this is for Christmas, so uh, it's you know it's berry, it's festive. That's <laughs> the uh, the description. "Tis the season," and I got another one called "Date Night." Mine's called "She Bad." You've got one called She Bad. Yeah. I got that because I thought you'd like that one. Thanks. It's supposed to be flirty and playful. And what's it smell like? Does it smell It smells very flirty and very playful. The nicest part about them is that they are soy candles. Yes. So you have less of that black soot that can be created by candles sometimes. So it's a really good high quality candle. The jar is smooth and yeah, clean it's looking. Nice. It's just a pretty candle with a unique name and the perfect scent. I love it. And I'm, uh, you guys are probably hearing me unscrew the cap as I'm talking, but I'm just, I'm smelling this one. Date night smells woodsy and clean, but it's nice. They're really nice candles and they got really cool names. I really think and believe that uh, catchy slogans and catchy names entice people to make a purchase. Uh, that's what helped me. I mean, when I saw She Bad, I was like, fuck it. I want to buy She Bad. It's a great gift move too, because if you're trying to buy something that's like creative or you know somebody that you're buying a gift for you can buy a, something that correlates to what you think their personality is like right based off of the catchy names that they have for the candles so yeah it's also pretty cool now another cool thing that jazzy does uh with two sincere's that she uh and jose as well they'll make they'll make deliveries locally on their own they'll come and drop this stuff off for you and uh, obviously if you live too far away they can ship it uh, but I always thought that was pretty cool. Even the packaging, I mean, they come in cute bags. They're individually wrapped in tissue paper. Um, but they've also got, what are those? The, the, the wax melts. The wax melts. I was not expecting those. And those are cool. Like so a little you, sample. You put those on top of little, like, tea lights. Is that what you would do with those? Or what, what do you do well, with the wax melts? like a wax warmer. A wax warmer. There's different types. Like you can get an electric one, or you can get one that you light with a tea light or whatever candle. Okay, but that's what the that's what I'm on. I'm thinking about the right thing, right? Yes. For the most part, and but those are pretty cool because I know you like doing stuff like that around the house. Well, it's actually very safe, especially if you have an electric warmer. It's a safer option, and in particular for some people that are renters, 
Some um, leases do not allow you to burn candles. So getting the wax warmer and the wax melt gives you the same effect as the smell of the candle. Nice. Without having to burn a flame. Or like if you have small children or animals, you don't have to worry about a flame catching on with. I did not know that. You didn't that. know that. I did not. I, I wasn't really one to burn candles in my apartment when I had an apartment. Really? So you just started doing that when we I were burned, dating? I burned a candle here and there, but it, I wasn't really one. On I when I got re- there. Well, that's because, you know what I mean? When I got with you, I was like, let me try to. Because she bad. Operator. I was like, she bad. I'll make sure she's, you know, taken care of. But okay, no, back back to the candles. Yes, the, the company's name, the business name, the people's name that make these beautiful candles, Too Sincere, T O O S I N C E R E. Look them up on Facebook, look them up on Instagram. I follow them on both of those platforms. They do have a website, it's too sincere.com, T O O S I and c-e-r-e.com and you're gonna come across all of the fragrances that they offer here so please take some time support local business i enjoy the candles my wife and i enjoy the candles and we plan on i plan on supporting them as much as, as i can there is that now on to beginning of the episode my christmas episode <laughs> i'm sitting here with my coquito my <laughs> wife is sitting there with her coquito though she's doing her nails at the same time so she's not able to drink it as quickly as i'm probably going to drink why'd you have to put me out there like that because <laughs> babe i'm enjoying we're regular myself. people we're regular people you do regular people stuff you do your nails women doing their nails i hate going to the nail salon one I'm sure there's a lot women. of women right now saying, yes, queen. This takes too much time. I love what it looks like, but I don't have the time, especially with two small kids and two teenagers. I just don't. Do you, would you, you would prefer though to go and get your nails done? Obviously. If I could like go there and know that I didn't have a million other things to do and have like a glass of wine or champagne while I'm getting my nails done and. Is that typical? Does that happen often? Getting your getting a glass of wine while getting your nails done? Or does it depend on where you're going? Depends on where you go, yeah. Yeah. I've been wanting to do this episode for a while since we got closer to the holiday season. I was like, man, I'm really excited. I can't wait to do this episode. Because I had two things in mind. One is I wanted you and I to talk about briefly about um, how we... Uh, enjoy this time of year what we do um, really what you do because I try to follow your lead Um, and also what it was like when we got back together and I saw your house for the first time decorated and (laughs) you saw my apartment not decorated and how you snuck in to decorate it Uh, because I did not have the uh, the Christmas spirit so to speak at that time I also have a wonderful interview with my mom that I'm excited for everybody to listen to. I can't wait to to share that. My I mom, can't wait to hear it. Uh, my mom talks about uh, growing up um, on Prince Street in Lancaster, South Prince Street, and how my grandparents, uh, how they did what they had to do to, to, to give the kids a Christmas every year. Eight children. Wow. Uh, and um, the traditions, she talks about the traditions, and then she talks about how she took those trad- traditions and she started to celebrate her own type of Christmas every year. Those are the Christmases I remember, especially growing up. 
So I really can't wait to get into this episode and that interview. Uh, But first, I got my beautiful wife here, and let's talk about, real quick, how you enjoy celebrating Christmas, because you have a lot in common with my mom, uh, which is why I I felt right at home when I was uh, dating you and I saw how you were um, so engulfed in the season of Christmas. What is it about it that makes you want to just go all in? I just love it. I love... I love the reason for the season. Of course, first and foremost, I love I love the reason for the season. I love that people take the opportunity often to be a little more cheery and sucker for things that sparkle. The decorations just bring me joy. I find it so soothing and aesthetically pleasing to have the lights dimmed and the Christmas tree on. I don't know. I, I always had very fond memories growing up of christmas i was about to say you grew up i mean your daddy on mom rosa and you they all enjoy that yeah that like putting the tree up and the lights up and playing the music very special yeah it was you know we always had a live tree Mm -hmm. since my entire life all i can remember ever is having a live tree so it was always just very exciting planning for the day and you know my dad always being the one that kind of dragged his feet a little bit more and it never <laughs> it never failed that we would end up going out on like the coldest day of the year to pick out our christmas tree and you know us going to wherever we were going to pick out our christmas tree and just being all bundled up and being cold and looking at tree after tree to try to find the right one and you know it was always my dad and my brother's job as you know my brother got a little older to like hold the tree up and twirl it so me and mom could <laughs> make a determination whether that was the right tree or not and it just was great you know I I loved my favorite part of putting up the Christmas tree was I don't know when my dad started doing it I just remember doing it as long as I can remember is once we were done decorating the tree he would sweep up around the tree and we would all lay under the Christmas tree and just look up at the lights from the floor yeah it's a pretty cool pretty cool tradition that I've, I've been uh, doing with you for some time now it's one of like it's such a solace moment during the holidays you know it, there can be so much hustle and bustle and pressure to do this and get gifts and people can lose sight and it's always like that moment we just sit or better said lay yeah so humbly on the floor as a family and we often don't do a lot of talking. We just enjoy the beauty of the twinkling, sparkling lights above us and kind of really get in the mood for the season. So it's been something that I've been doing since I was a little girl. And it was a pleasure to get my stepdaughter, Ayana, um, for my first marriage to do it. And then, you know, of course, later on, uh, Mm-hmm. To kind of force you to do it with your kids, which <laughs> which has caught on now. Um, and I think for us as a family now, it's been one of, I think the kids have the same sentiment, that same, like. Yeah, they do. Respect for that moment and the tree prepping and planning. So I don't know. I just, I've always loved it. I love the family time. I love the gatherings. I love it just being a time where people get together and enjoy each other's company. Um, One of the things that, and I briefly 
talk about this in uh, the interview with my mom that I'm going to be playing shortly is that I, I used to have that spirit and then I lost it. And when we got together, I was in a place that we talked about before. I wasn't in such a good place. But when we got back together, I was trying to find my footing. And we get back together uh, October. So, of course, November, Thanksgiving comes by. Now it's Christmas. And you're excited and you're wondering. I remember you asking me, you're like, you know, are you like, what are you going to do? Are you getting a tree? And I said, no. I'm, I remember saying I was going to string lights on the wall in a shape of a Christmas tree, I, which I thought the it's artist very creative. Me, I thought it was a very creative thing and I was going to make it look dope. And, um, but of course I, I didn't realize that I would be really robbing my kids of a, of a, a, a Christmas by not giving a tree. I, I don't think I got a tree the first year. I'll have to talk to my kids about that, but you came in one day, um, and decorated my apartment <laughs> while I was at work. I came home. I forgot all about that. I came home and there was I there were some things that were decorated. I can't remember exactly what. The only thing I remember is the sign that's hanging on our door right now and it says uh believe in the, believe in the magic of Christmas. Yeah. And that to me was pretty cool. I remember feeling like this like, okay, 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 I'll do it. Like, I'll go get the tree. And we went and got a tree at Walmart, the, the, the tree shop across the street from uh, on Manor Street. How excited were the kids? The kids were excited. They were excited. I remember being, I remember my anxiety was kicking in a little bit because I was doing this all on my own. Uh, but they were so helpful. They helped. And there's pictures, and I'm going to see if I can try to, to post them. But we put the tree up. Uh, we decorated it, and then uh, I remember you texting me. I texted you. I showed you a picture of the tree, and you were like, lay underneath it. And I was like, okay. And we laid underneath it, and uh, then I got it. It was really cool. It's a, it's a different perspective of the tree that you don't ever see. But I remember feeling something. I remember feeling rushed and anxious, and uh, but the kids were happy. And then, um, and then I came over to your house uh, one oh, night, God. and I had already been there several times, obviously, but this was the first time I saw it decorated. It was like the house transformed. Yeah. So you do a lot. I mean, you were always you've always done a lot of work decorating for Christmas, but at this time, it's just you and Maddie living. In this house, you guys are you guys are decorating. Hmm? The tree is up. You're stoked about the tree. Um, you had some wine, and it was like I could smell the candles, and I could see the the lights and the shiny ornaments. That magical feeling started to kick back up in me that I remember when I was a kid. And I think for me, that was the night where I was like, oh, wow, this is home to me. Thanks, babe. Yeah. And it, I remember we took a picture because I think I had some glasses of wine um, <laughs> myself that, that night. And I was feeling pretty good. And then I think I had to go to work. Like, I think I, I, think I, was, I left your house at like 10 and had to be up at like 3. <laughs> 
which is, uh, that seems to be the story of my life anymore. But anyway. Yes. So I decorated for Christmas. I love decorating for Christmas. Then we bought this house and I decorated more. You decorated a lot more. Well, I have a little more space to work with. I'm very grateful that we that we have the space to do it, but you definitely have uh, the ability to fill every spot in the house with Christmas decorations. I guess it sounds like it's gaudy. No, I don't think it's gaudy. Or overwhelming. It, I think maybe at first it was a little overwhelming, mm. like the constant of it, but... Now, when I see it in action and it's like done and it like it all vibes and it feels good. What do you mean by the constant of it? Like the like constant, the constant like- of like I want to add something else. Oh, your little. Well, have, most of it I do by your myself. Proposals every year of adding something new. Most of it I do by myself. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying you don't do the work. I'm saying it's the like. I love Christmas. I don't know. I do. And it brings I, me joy. I And listen, it brings me joy to see joy being brought to you. And I don't ever want you to be neglected of joy. I'll never stop. I'll never stop you. Although you bringing up this whole Christmas tree made out of Christmas lights. Yeah. Sparked a thought. What was that? You should do that as a decoration outside. I'm really glad you brought that up. But we're done decorating, especially outside. I don't see the need to de- where decorate that. Put that where out back. Out back for who? Maybe nobody sees out back. We'll see out back. Our neighbors see out back. I don't need this. We're, this isn't. This isn't like a menorah where we gotta light up something out in the back for the world to see. No. Sometimes you're still such a Christmas killjoy. It's not a. I, I'm not trying to be a killjoy. I just. Uh, I'm not gonna any more decorations. You know we gotta drive by these people's lawns that got, uh, the inflatable. If that brings them joy, let them have it. I am. I'm not. Hey, whatever it is that they need to do, do it. I'm just saying it's it's a lot. Remember when you tried to deter me from having an additional Christmas tree by telling me that. It was going to be more in the electric bill. I was like, okay. Yeah, like I can't right now. Every Everything that you wanted to add was going to add to the electric bill. I know. And I'm always like, 95% why is that your lights. argument? It's just, that's not an argument that's ever going to win for me. For Christmas, I want a generator. Okay. And we can plug all the lights well, maybe if you're a good boy and you don't end up on the naughty list, you'll get one. Oh, babe. I think it's impossible for an adult to get on the naughty list because of all the shit that they have to do. Mm-hmm. As far as as far as for Christmas, everyone's just trying to make it. They're just trying to get through life. You know, I think Santa sees that. I think the naughty list it's just to keep kids in check. But when we're adults now, it's just kind of like, you know what, man? You're, you're doing what you got to do. Hey, lady, you're doing what you got to do. Here's some sheets, gas cards. Keep it moving. <laughs> Santa loves you. You know? I don't yeah. think he, I don't believe that he's going to show up and be like, I mean, we're talking about saying like he's a real person, but I mean, the spirit of him is real. There are people that are doing good deeds for other people, secret Santa type of shit. You know, it doesn't matter what kind of person you are. Everyone's just trying to get through life. So I feel like I we're derailing. I don't feel like I need to be 
a good boy because I always do good. Like that, actually. All right. Well, uh, don't worry. I can get us on track. You don't ever have to worry about us derailing on the podcast. I can always get us back on track. Thank God for editing. So now you believe in the spirit of Christmas again. I do. I wholeheartedly do. And we got our kids involved in it. I have my annual cookies and coquito. Yes. Which is the event for me. It's always fun. I love it. Just had it For those that don't know, I, I started a tradition with my cousins. Oh, man. I think it's been like... 13, 14, 15 years now. Oh, six. When I was married for the f- first time, I wanted my stepdaughter, Ayana, to have a sense of Christmas and family. And I wanted her to have the opportunity to bond with her cousins and doing something during the holidays that wasn't focused on presents. So I asked my cousins that I'm closest to um, from my dad's side of the family if they wanted to do cookies and coquito where the adults would make coquito and the kids could make cookies and of course we would we would help the kids and we tried it one year and it became the big biggest hit the kids absolutely loved it they got to spend time with each other and work on recipes together and spend time as a family without opening presents so often during the holidays like that's what it becomes and I wanted her to know always that it's way more than that. So we started doing that. And it, you know, the next year it was like, hey, when are we doing cookies and coquito? And it just kind of took off. So it was really exciting. It's an an event that we always look forward to. It's one of my favorite things to host. Um, And we've had a couple of years where we've done it at one of my cousin's houses or somebody else has has hosted. but it's just always such a special time of the year. And it's really cool to see how excited the kids are about it. And the, like the kids ask about it even as they get older. Last year, we couldn't do it, of course, because of COVID. And I was mm-hmm. uber pregnant and didn't couldn't risk getting sick. So we took a big pause. Last year was the first year since we started that we didn't do it. So it was extra special this year. Yesterday. Yeah, it was We fun. voted yesterday. It was extra special this year to be able to do that and get together and just have that family bonding time. Um, it just is, it's fun. I it love the holidays. Fun. I love the time together. It's a great time of, of year for things just like that. Stories that are told about previous Christmases and I enjoyed it. I had a blast um, yesterday. I enjoy eating the cookies and drinking the coquito. <laughs> yeah, no, I love Christmas and I love I love how you make this house um very cozy and, and warm with your festive charm thank you i do appreciate it i like it it makes I, me happy as much as i joke around about it i'm not really i'm not serious about it and i'm not really going to be preventing you from i am serious about the 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 lights outside though i'm not doing any more lights we outside. can talk about that okay well let's move on then um to the episode uh to the part of the episode that includes my mom and I hope you all enjoy it because I had a good time. This was interviewed, uh, I think we did this about, um, maybe a month ago. Um, so I've been sitting on this. Weekend. It was Thanksgiving weekend, yes. So I've been sitting on it for a while and um, I'm just excited. So here it is right here. Uh, episode 14, we are talking to none other than my mom, 
Rosa Santiago. Enjoy it. Pero cuando llega diciembre, lo que queremos es lechón, lechón, lechón. But I also wanted to talk about like Christmas memories that you had um, because there's a lot of like Christmas traditions that I know that you had mm-hmm. with Abuela and Abuelo that I remember a little bit, but like when people coming over playing music and yeah. whatnot, mm-hmm. that was some that's very big with the Puerto Rican culture, sí. especially in the church. Yes. Um, but obviously like I didn't see a lot of it and I don't see enough of that now. So that's something that I would really like to dig into. And so what I wanted to do was to kind of like get your, your memories and your small little journey through what you remember, what it was like growing up um, Christmas every year. And even like what it was like, did you celebrate Christmas in Puerto Rico? Do you remember that? Or is it always, It wasn't Christmas. Eran los días de los reyes. Okay, so you didn't. But and there was a celebration. Yes, I can remember one there in Puerto Rico with that with the Three Kings Day. Yeah. It was, um, gosh, wow! You really took me back. <laughs> you really took me back. I was so young, and we didn't really know. We didn't really know it was even Three Kings Day. Yeah. We didn't, you know. Um, you just it was just like a regular celebration we, it was just and it was just the only th- the three it was the three it was myself it was titi maria and tio hip it was the three of us okay so that's okay yeah and so, um, so leida wasn't even right carlos wasn't even uh, and i remember that family came over family came over that my the tias came with our cousins and they brought presents. That's when we heard about and understood that there was that day was a special day, and it was the Three Kings Day, and it was that we heard about it through the family. Um, it was, I think, sad for mom because it it was just my mom and us with my with my grandmother, because daddy, my father was here in United States. Oh. Working, getting work, working, and then descend for us. Mm. So he wasn't there, and there wasn't. I I remember seeing lo, uh, a decoration for Three Kings Day, but no, mommy never talked about this is what we're doing and this is why. It wasn't until the family came, and abuela then explains to you know he she was talking to me and she said this is what happens on Three Kings Day. And the whole Jesus story, I heard it from Abuela Lisa first. Oh, okay. That's how that happened. So you have a you have memory. So your, my your first memories of, are with your grandmother mm-hmm. and your three siblings. My, what and has your to mom, do right? But not that with has to, no, not with my dad. That didn't happen till we moved. Till Daddy sent for us because sure. then Daddy sent for us and we came and we moved then to the United States. We were back. I wasn't born in Puerto Rico. I always say Puerto Rico was born in me. <laughs> este, um, I was born here. Yeah. And I was born in in United States. I was born actually in Lancaster. And we moved back to Puerto Rico when, and this is, now this is the story mom and dad are telling me. I'm, I'm older. I was six months old when, when you, we were born. 
okay. when we moved back. That's when your Titi Maria was born then in Puerto Rico. Okay. And then we're back. Then Tio Hippie is born. And we have, we're here. And Tio Hippie's born. And Tio Carlos is born. Yeah. And we moved back. Oh, I didn't know that. Then okay, I'm, so I'm ready moved, for school. Well, and I'm, so I'm going back. to school in Puerto Rico. Yes. Oh, wow. When we were younger, I don't remember moving back and forth as much. I remember being in Puerto Rico when we had Three Kings Day and my abuela was telling me the story about it. I remember being in first grade and half a second. What was the point of flipping back and forth so many times? Because he was still trying to get steady oh, work. Oh, okay. he, he would get work, but it wasn't. And then we lived in a rented apartments. He would, they would rent apartments. I remember uh, in Lancaster. In Lancaster. So. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Do you remember where? Uh, there was one. Is there an Atlantic Avenue? Okay, yeah. that was there was a, we lived there. I never in Atlantic that. Avenue. Um, Tio Carlos was born, and then when Tio Carlos was born, then we head back. And when Daddy, he, Daddy went with us, and then he comes back, back again to now find permanent work. You know, no more picking tomatoes, no more. Right. You know, working at St. Joseph as a janitor. Right. Where Abuela even found him work, because that's where Mommy went to work there when she was 15 years old. Yeah. Um, so then Titi Leida was born. Okay. And Titi Leida, and out of the all eight of us children, it's Titi Maria and Titi Leida that were born, actually born in Puerto Rico. Oh, wow. So okay. when we come back, Titi Leida is only like eight months old. And Titi Leida, we get back to United States. That's when I remember now get, being put in uh, St. Mary's school, and I'm in second grade, Is and Maria goes into first. When you come back, so your your memories of Christmas weren't Christmas. They it, were the Three Kings Day. The Three Kings Day in Puerto Rico. Then when we're finally here in United States and we start doing Christmas, yeah. then I'm older. And I'm understanding Christmas. But when, but I'm already like in first grade and second grade, but we didn't do Christmas like that. And but when you first found out about Christmas, do you remember like learning about it, or was it just something that gradually became it, it, like no? You were aware of the story and you got it, right? I remember Mom talking now about Christmas and why we were putting up a Christmas tree. Oh, okay. So yes, that was. But different. that was already. I'm talking. I was already in second grade here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but so, but that wasn't different for you, considering that you grew up, that you started doing Three Kings Day, or was it just normal? You it was no, it? it was already. You know, I mean, when the when you're already in school and starting to learn what's going on in the school, and they're oh, talking okay. about it in okay. school, right, right. and you see the Christmas trees in school, then you go home and you not, and we're like, oh yeah, we were doing this in school. Because yeah. I just look at it like I just grew up. I know I just grew up with Christmas, and I know that uh, like I know Ronnie and you do the Three Kings. We didn't yeah. really celebrate. We, we did. didn't celebrate that. No, up. we talked about it, but we never. Right. I have to admit that Ronnie now takes over and does does more with it than right. I ever did. So I just so but, I can only imagine what that's like to kind of like move back and and then be, learn about a different way of celebrating yeah. the holiday. So your Christmas parents, is here is where I learn more, where I remember more as a little girl, and your grandparents putting up a Christmas tree and. I remember even going to the 
to a place where mom needed to go get toys and all that for us because there wasn't a lot of money then. Yeah. And there were these places where you could go, like, you know how they do um, collect uh, yeah, toys, toys for tots? Okay, yeah. well, and they, okay, then there was a place where parents could go to pick up toys for, okay, so that's and mom, yeah, I remember going with mom, and I didn't realize that's what we were going for. Now, I couldn't go inside with her as she picked the toys for us. Right, but, you're, you're, you weren't supposed to know what but I was, But I was, you know, I was there with her to walk home with her, and this is when we lived in, yeah, so was it more Christmas then, as you grew up? It was, and not Three Kings, or oh, both? with with mom and dad. Yeah, it was Christmas. Okay, it was Christmas. Okay. Then we learned we knew about Three Kings Day, but there was no celebration as far as presents or anything. The right, presents right, right. all was around Christmas and the Christmas tree. Do you think that was more because of like they're um, trying to um, adapt align, to the, align themselves and adapt themselves with this old with them with this culture sure. here? Yes, sure. and. As we got older and as the kids got, then there were more children. By the time there was eight of us, then Christmas was a big thing. Thanksgiving, of course, was your okay. abuela's yeah. favorite. Thanksgiving was, that was tops in our home. And more important than Christmas? For, as for far mommy. As, as far as like for, how you celebrate exact, it. Exactly. Right. Mommy. I'm it sure was, it was, Christmas was important. It, we adapted to the, the American culture right. and we had, of course, you had your tradition meal, your tradition Puerto Rican meal, but there yeah. was always a turkey and the turkey was always whole. You know, daddy didn't carve yet till we said our grace and, and did. And then we all had to say something we were thankful for. And then we then we knew what was coming next, and it was Christmas. And by the time we were all eight of us, mom, mom had, we had this tradition, we had this rule. Nobody was allowed to get up and go downstairs and see the Christmas tree yeah. or the presents or nothing. We needed to wait upstairs. Christmas morning. In Christmas morning. And... Now you have to think about this is ten people in a in a home mm -hmm. in a house and it was now the house that mom and dad fi finally when daddy settled and mom settled here and they got full time work and we settled then mom and dad then were able to buy their first home on Prince Street on Prince, Prince Street. Street yeah on Prince Street and then we that those are the Christmases I remember a lot yeah I remember are the ones in that house yeah. And every Christmas morning, we were we were supposed to wait till everybody was up. Sure. And how was that with five girls? And <laughs> everybody like, was itching. Were you guys yeah. away, all awake waiting? Oh together? yeah, like itch, chomping at the. Bit, that was one. That was for, yeah. That was one Christmas. For, uh, yeah. We were waiting for okay, mom and dad. You know, like, and we would all get up and we would be in our pajamas and we put on our little bathrobes and yeah. mom and dad would come out with their bathrobes and then we would have to line up we follow <laughs> dad and mom i'm the eldest and it went oh, in order the, in order oh to the last one so and that's Phil ricky how was the last, we so ricky was the last, last. <laughs> and we go downstairs <laughs> and we would and then the, there would be the tree and there would be all these presents and then we would all gather around together even with daddy and with mom. And we would all gather around the tree together and every and then somebody would give out presents with their names on and who's okay, who's oh, this is for Carmen or this is for Junior or 
This is Tatas. And um, what did Abuela and Abuelo do when you guys were somebody was uh, assigned the hand the gifts out? Where is that their time to sit back and watch you guys open? Let me tell yeah. you something. Coffee that was, was there. Coffee. There were coffee. Made? There was coffee. coffee in the sock. There was coffee. There was coffee. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. But I remember that. And I have one of those actually. Yeah, I, I remember that uh, growing up. So I can only imagine. Yeah. That's what el I'm colador, like when the kids are opening their gifts. I'm like, yeah. Hey, now you guys do the work. I just want to. I have and, a colador actually here. Yeah. So you did it. Was that every year with the co- with the the coffee? But the, with the us coming downstairs. Up. Oh my God! Yes. So that was a that ritual. was tradition. That was tradition. That was a tradition. And, nobody, and let me tell you something. Nobody snuck down. That was no. Wow. No. So everybody. That was respect. not allowed. <laughs> that we couldn't dare. And if anybody, nobody would, dared. You know. And the only thing is, in, in order to sneak down, it would mean the boys who were in the attic needed to come downstairs, and they would actually come into my I room, that, yeah. mine and Titi Maria's room, and the other girls were sleeping the in the room next to us, but they would have to go through our room. Sure. So everybody would know if you're going to sneak. There was no way. Right. Somebody would know. Somebody would know. So there was always somebody going, oh, my God. And, of course, you know, you had to sneak down the steps. There was mom and dad's room was right there. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. The the steps are going (laughs) to. Let's just stay put. But the neatest thing that I remember about those Christmases is the way mom and dad sat there with us and just watched us open our presents. You can go ahead and talk. You You know what I mean? Right. Yes. They said, yes. oh, they sat, where the statue was? Where, where her statue of La Virgen Maria. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she would sit there. She would, They would sit there and with their coffee and they would just watch. See? That's you cool. know what I mean? Yeah. And then as we got older, as we got into our teenage years and even older, then there were presents then that we had for them. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they yeah. got to open presents. Yeah. And they, that was to them, that was like, wow, you know, can you remember daddy? You know, he's going, you know, daddy had this word for all of us. We were pops. Yeah. Bob, Bob, you know, this, this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was really nice. It was, it was Christmas growing up there was, yeah. it was the best. It's always like the nostalgic uh, feeling. You know. That's why I always, like, when we talk about Alexandra and I talk about getting kids gifts and I'm always like, I just want to, I don't want to get lost in, uh, I don't want to get lost in Caden's getting this amount and Pearson's getting this amount. I don't want one of them to feel slighted, but I also want to keep it like, I just want to make sure the energy and the spirit, that nostalgic feeling of, because I remember even when like, when I was little, mm-hmm. opening up Christmas mm-hmm. gifts, it was I. I don't really have a a, a memory of keeping track of how many no. gifts. It was always it was like always... just fun, yeah. And it was always like exactly that that warm, good feeling of just being lost in the moment. And uh, and then of course it was like we got to get ready because we're either going to be everyone's either coming to our house or we were getting ready to go. Yeah, and that was fun. That was yes. all part of it. Yes. You know, and so, um, but but before all that, obviously it was it was Prince Street. Um, were you guys ever like aware? Like, did Abuela and Abuela ever tell you like how they went about getting Christmas presents for? Because there's a lot of kids 
in your house there's right. eight of you well, so i mean i can i know the mental heartache that was, i go through you know what <laughs> for four now four but really two of them yeah i, I get them i can get them whatever but i'm like eight kids yeah that's a lot it i i gotta tell you something and you're right because now looking back and i know that my the my sisters feel the same and i know the boys do too you know at the moment at that moment, you're looking to see how wonderful and beautiful this is. This is really nice. And as you get older, now here I look back and I think about exactly that. Mm-hmm. That what they had to do to even get those presents to be put under the tree. Because they, you know, they were struggling coming from Puerto Rico, trying to make sure they got a, a full-time job and establish themselves. And that's what they did. And then not only they they do that, I mean, they had eight of us, and they put us through Catholic school. Yeah, private school. We went to private school. and From elementary on, right? Right up to high school, to the day we graduated. And all eight, all eight graduated from high school. Lancaster Catholic. Lancaster let's, Catholic. Let's put that out there. And I'm going to, I mean, and, and, and when they did what they had to do to put whatever they needed to do, and, and it's funny because your Titi Carmen said this earlier, whatever it was and however they had to do it, one of the things that was never missing from our home, never missing from our table, dad did what he had to do to make sure we had to eat. Yeah. So every Christmas that we remember... There were presents under that Christmas tree. And just like that time, well, like I told you when I had to go with mom and I didn't realize where I was going and mom was going to go get presents to take back. And I'm carrying bags with her back home and they were the presents they were going to wrap in in their bedroom and put under the tree. So whatever they had to do, they did. And by the time her baby was a year old, now I'm almost 12. By the time her baby is a year old, that's when she said, mom then said to me, okay, this is what I have to do now. Mom has to go to work. Okay. So, you know, you're the eldest of eight. You need to, you know, to be responsible and, and, and help your brothers and sisters. But mommy going to work meant that, you know, we need to help. We need help. To put stuff on the ta- on the on the sure. table, so she did her share too. Sure, she ha- raised her eight children, and she helped Daddy where she needed to help Daddy. And th- we never had to. And my, there was always clothes. There was always clean clothes. There yeah. was always uh, what we what we needed. And Daddy worked two jobs because he worked his full time job, mm-hmm. and then he worked in our high school. As a janitor, mm-hmm. so right. that we could to help pay for our tuition. Right. So when it came to the holidays, as we were getting older, we could see how much more this meant. Yeah. We could feel the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. And the magic of Christmas, and that's why I say now, and I said it throughout my teaching career to my students, and I say it now to my children. I said it to my children. I say it to my grandchildren. I believe in the magic of Christmas. Yeah. I believe it with all of my heart because it's yeah. there. Yeah. And mom and dad taught us that even if it's 
one gift or even if you're getting six or seven whatever gifts are that whatever it is you're appreciated yeah and you're grateful for it and we never learned that one was better than the other yeah and because he got this or she got that that was no we opened presents and we watched each other open their presents and everybody was like oh wow also <laughs> yeah. that's great oh god man look what you got i mean it the I, dolls and the toys and the it was just that's how we and yes. mom and dad did that did you, did you guys open up your gifts like uh, one at a time or was it free we, for all? Oh, it was, was it one yes so did it matter what was the order did it matter like oldest youngest youngest oldest what i don't think you, it, whoever was sitting it, in the order that they were sitting right in. no i was it was whoever right i mean right. whoever who was sitting in the order that we were sitting but everybody took their it time was, exactly to it wasn't on. like well i'm first and no it was just how we were sitting uh-huh. and whoever got the present first there went and opened and and we wanted to open. Everybody wanted to open their present, but yeah. we also wanted to see what everybody else was getting. Yeah. And um, oh my gosh, they were beautiful. Your parents, your grandparents, really taught us, you know, beautiful traditions at Christmas. And then when you when you become a, a parent, then I can only imagine, you know, like you you only had three children, so right. I, uh, to have parents that had so many kids and, and then do what they do for something like Christmas mm-hmm. and then you become mm-hmm. a mother and mm-hmm. now you're in charge of, did you ever sit there and go, how the hell did my mom exactly. and dad do exactly. this? And, and what I still Because it's hard. And I still do. Even now they're go- gone, que el Señor me los cuide, they're gone. I still say things like that. It's like, how did mom do this? And you know, it's funny because you even your sister said that to me the other day. Oh, yeah. You know, he goes, Mom, sometimes I think about, you know, what Abuela and Abuelo did. And I wonder, how did she ever, you know, when we're here with only three. Right. And, and you know, and there's, I mean, families had to do what they had. I mean, there's families of 13, 14. You know, your grandfather was one of 14. Abuelo was one of 14. Mm. You know. And that's where we come from. Right. You know, and and I I was I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed at what they had to do and and how they did it. And that they made sure we and the Christmases were special. And one of the one of the things that um we did uh and we did this here I remember it here in, in the States, not so much I don't remember them so much in Puerto Rico, was uh, you know how here in the States they do Christmas caroling. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, for us, our, the, the tradition was, yeah, Binian, they're called parrandas. Yeah. And they were the uh, people that had guitars, had maracas, had, I mean, guido. Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they were so, okay. And they would knock in your, uh, on your door. And they would come in. Everybody would come in. Right, right. They would come in. And whether you were waiting for them or not, you know, they come in and right away, you know, whatever was there that fed 10 people, it could feed 20. (laughs) 
gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah, w- yeah. There was enough to go around, and then you they would sing. And your abuela had such a voice. She what she even wrote music. Yeah. You know, uh, she wrote music, and uh, uh, abuelo would mess around a little bit with um, accordion. accordion. Accordion, and it wasn't even. I think it was. I'm going to say it was my grandfather's, the one that he had or so the he, one that he used. I never knew that. Yeah, he would mess around a little bit with it. Okay. He would mess around with it a little bit with it. He would mess around a little bit with the guitar, but it was mom. And he would sing a little bit. He joined mom. and But mom really would hit the notes. Mom would really. And she, she was great in writing music. And then they would, ha- they would be there. And it was... And it was this music that it was so viva. It was alive. And everybody would be clapping and singing. And then they would move on to a, another home. Oh, well, so it wasn't one home a night. Oh, no. Sometimes they would do three or four in a night. Oh, and I always thought it was one night. One no, 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 night. no, no, no. They would come in and they would do that. And then mommy would serve the coffee or whatever. And then they would move on. And whoever in the household wanted to go with would go with them. Uh. And they go on to the next one. And they do the same thing again. And then whoever in that household wanted to go with, they would go. And because, I mean, that's so how the be, group grew. Gotcha, yeah. 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 That's, they would start with just a few. But by the time they were at the last home, they had a nice group. I mean, two wee hours of the morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Parandas were really, really big. Really, really wow. big. So do they still do that now? I mean, I... I I say that and it's so naive. I'm 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 innocently naive in that because I don't I don't have any memories of that happening a lot. No. Um not. I do remember doing that once or twice, but it was kind of like I, I even at a young age I felt like you guys were doing something that you remember doing when you were younger and it was cool and fun to kind of relive it, but nobody really did that. Or at least we weren't a part of that, and so is that something that that people still do now, or is that? I think it's that, something that, that they still try to do. I think, with all fairness too, with what has been happening here lately, in in you know with sure. COVID and everything. Yeah, yeah. But the, uh, yes, there are people that, and especially people from the church, they do parandas and they do go from home to home. You're right; it's not as much. You don't see it as much or hear about it as much. Yeah. Um, but in the same thing in Puerto Rico, because they still do it there. We have yeah. family in Farajón that do it. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but it's just a, uh, a thing in our culture that it's that beautiful live music. There's a word for it at Christmas, uh, Navideña. Am I saying it right? Uh-huh. It's just right. when it comes to Christmas, that's it's the just, spirit, it's the, the spirit, yeah. you know. So... But you're right. It's. Uh, I hope it's not a dying art. Yeah, because I mean, even as an adult, I think I but appreciate it more now. Yeah. It, uh, you know, I'm looking at it in my mind's eye, and I'm thinking if if this is something that happens regularly, I'm sure even though it's unannounced, that you would prepare, mm-hmm. you would have something prepared am i right mm-hmm. like something mm-hmm. in case people show yes. up yeah don't eat that well, don't drink that. you always That's have right you yeah. always have something that yeah yeah we did learn to do that <laughs> especially when the group started growing and growing and then you would go to each house and you would there was always something to serve there was always something to eat so but it's uh that was a christmas tradition that i i do remember 
so let's talk about now how do you from all those memories how do you start creating your own christmas traditions because you know n now that i'm in this picture as your child i remember a different type of tradition mm -hmm. of the i remember different type of music and i remember you know we had the same tree that we put up every year <laughs> and i remember but it was always like you know the, the things that my wife does now it reminds me of growing up where it's the candles and it's the music mm -hmm. and it's the lights and it's the mm -hmm. the ambiance mm -hmm. it's you know where everything's cozy and it's like you know was it something that just were you like when i get when i get my own place mm -hmm. and i'm going to celebrate christmas mm -hmm. this way or is it just something that naturally started it was something that naturally went with the flow there's a lot of I, there was christmas, so much was a lot of <laughs> i wanted i wanted it to make you know it's true, it's but true. I you're absolutely right it's what i remember i remember i once i started then doing it on my own when i had my own home and i and i started and you're right there was a tree that was because we grew up with with a with a Christmas tree that was up every year, the okay. same, you know oh, what I mean? Really? So you had yeah, the same tree growing we up had every year. yeah. What, growing up, that's the, the you know, and we got to put it on uh, the decorations on, and abuelas cooking in the kitchen, and daddy is messing over here, and there's play, little music, you know, uh, uh, Christmas music playing in in, in the Spanish. I mean, yeah. in español. Um, and so when I was doing it, I kind of wanted to do the same thing in that, but I knew that I had to do it in with what's happening now. And there was a lot of Christmas music that I liked. And yes, Alvis was one of them. Mm -hmm. His Christmas albums really, really touched me. I believe that somewhere in the darkest night a candle glows. I believe for everyone who goes. So I, that when I'm decorating the house, yeah, and I'm getting and I'm feeling the spirit, and mm. I'm now am the mom. Yeah, you know, I want my children to see what Christmas is all about. And I was more now into what Christmas also is about. Right. You know, it's just not about getting the presents. Right. You know, there is a, there's, we were brought up to believe that there is a, a baby Jesus and it's his birthday. And I follow through with that in a different way. Sure. And so, yes, that's why you heard <laughs> <laughs> Alvis, and that's why you heard all the Christmas songs. And there was oh Kenny G, and there was the candles had to go on, yeah. and the lights had to go. Yeah. And then the very last thing, when that star, when the star gets the top, put up yeah. on top. Yeah. And um, and by now I'm also I'm a working mom too, and I'm working in the school. So yeah. I see all of the, that going on in the in the schools and what we're doing with the students. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to bring that same feeling. Yeah. You know, and keep it going in our home. And, I'll, you know, I'm touched that you do remember some of that. Oh, I remember I, a lot. Well, there's a, there's a lot of things that, like, you don't realize you remember until you smell something or you yeah. hear it. Or it's the way... 
just the the like I said when I said ambiance, it's like the way yeah. everything feels. Um, and I admit, like you know, of course, like the spirits and liquor seem to help that a little yeah. bit, mm-hmm. kind of settle me in. But even when like little things, like when you would cook and you would and you would hit the, the big the, el caldero right? con el cucharón At, to yeah. clear the rice off, yeah. the, and it was like. I remember that in that kitchen with Christmas music playing. Mm-hmm. And it was always like that. It's only during Christmas where you feel when you, everything mm-hmm. is just like, everything's all right. Mm-hmm. Everything's okay. Everyth- yeah. And, and it's like, I'm excited for Christmas. Everything's okay. It was always for me the, the smell of mommy making a dulce. Yeah. Uh, the, spe- yeah. the special, the special the dish. Cinnamon the cinnamon. Space- yeah. 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 yeah, it's Christmas. So you she's, look, that, you that look would... for scents when you're older too. Yes. Like I look for scents like, yes. uh, like stupid shit, like candy cane scented <laughs> candles. Like, yeah, just stuff yes. like that. It's like, yeah. Oh, and it just it takes me right back yeah. to whatever. And, and then once I'm I'm already now in that position, and I've got my children, you know. But there was still that unity that we had with the family. So yeah, yeah. Christmas not only just stayed then in our home, we grew up with mom and dad with Christmas in our home, but it expanded as we grew yeah. and had our own families. So then we would have our Christmas morning and do, but then we would take year. Every year we go to someone's home. Yeah. You know, you remember that? Our, and we, yeah. you know, it could be at Titi Conming's house. It could be at Titi Leda's house. And we all would meet there. Then it was, okay, exchanging presents. Then it was, okay, then it went from exchanging presents, well, let's just start picking names, you yeah. know. And then not, not only with the adults, then it's like, okay, here are the cousins, well, let them pick names. Yeah, I remember you that You know, too. so that, those, those were all new traditions that your grandparents loved. They just loved it. And, and they would sit and then watch us. And your abuela would always say, I love to sit back, but she would always stay quiet. And we go, Mom, are you good? She goes, you don't realize I love to just sit back and watch you guys. It was always the, like Mom was sitting at that stool. Yeah. At the it, was, it was her all sitting all at the again. bottom of the step. Yes. All, and now here she is again now, and she would do, and then Daddy would be right there with her. And But to have so many children and then see them with their children, yes. and that's got to be a see, trip. It, it was really something. So many, you know what I mean? Like lineages, uh, I guess if that's what you want to you say. Know, you know. So now when we get together, now that you're grown and have your family and then your sisters and they have their family, and we get together at Christmas, that's why I sometimes... You find yourself doing the same I, thing. I sit back. Yeah. You know, even when I'm in the kitchen and you guys are just talking and, you're, and I'm quiet because I'm listening to everything and I'm looking at everybody and I'm... In my little corner, there in the kitchen, or I'm sitting at the table, and I'm going, Mom, I got it. Yeah. I got it. And I'll say that, Mom, I got it. It is something that they started with us since we were little, and now I see it. And that happens every, like, I think that's throughout any part of the year, but for some reason, Christmas is like, Uh it's more. It was. Because there's so many nostalgic memories that you have. Yes. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Because of, yeah. at Thanksgiving, it was like I said, moms, and, and we did. We I see it, and 
wow, you really opened up a lot today <laughs> for me because there was things that I, you know. Well, I, re- I just, I just, I don't know. I think um, like when I get older, and I say that a lot, the older I get, the more I'm starting to, and it sounds so like corny, but it's true. And I'm like, I remember, I remember Prince Street. I remember Smoketown. I remember the house in Starlight, Starlight Drive. Starlight remember, Drive. You know, but I remember holidays and and I do remember Christmases where it was like, you know, weeks up to Christmas. Who's who's having Christmas this year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even yeah. as kids, it was yeah. like we knew. Yeah. And it wasn't even like stressful. Yeah. And that's what I was really grateful for um, was that that the 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 family then expanded. We had our Christmas and then it was like, okay, now there's more. Yeah. And it wasn't just like we're going to get gifts, but we got to see the family. And it was like that all the time, mm-hmm. which I was grateful for. It was yeah. like it was we got to see, oh, we're going to get together. Are we yeah. going to get together? Yeah. And I think as we got older, then it became more difficult. Yeah. And, and, and then it became like, okay, the older we get, it's more difficult. Oh, now we're we're going to spend time with our children and our grandchildren mm-hmm. and we're going to, and then, it, and which is understandable, mm-hmm. but then it's like, all oh, then all you have then are the yeah. memories that, yeah. and that's like, okay, well we got to do our own thing and do our own traditions. But it's like, in my mind, I'm like, how do I, how do I replicate what I grew up doing? I don't know how to do that because granted there was a lot of cousins and a lot of uh, grandchildren, but that's, to me, that's just like a, a the pinnacle of nostalgia is like great nostalgia. It's like I yeah, but I remember just going over and digging in the like your chocolates that you would have mm-hmm. on the coffee. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that. Like I remember, <laughs> and it was only you and Titi Leda that I remember ever doing that. They would always have, and I I don't know why they do this, but I'm, every time that's there, I'm digging in and I'm taking Hershey Kisses out of the candy dish. And it's like I remember when it was Christmas, there were like peppermint yeah uh hershey kisses in there like things like that like um the reason why i wanted to do the the podcast about christmas this episode about christmas is because i have all these great memories that i didn't realize that i had and then you go through a dark time in your life even before my divorce i had this moment where i was just like it's christmas is just stressful Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. you're just stressing Mm -hmm. yourself out Mm -hmm. get get this and get that and Mm -hmm. and where we going and i just want christmas to be over with and Mm -hmm. then when i went through my divorce and i didn't really want to um god i'd walk in the wise market and all i heard was mariah carey singing christmas i just wanted to freaking drive off a cliff you know i just thought not everybody's that happy mariah (laughs) but when i met alexandra she brought that back to Mm -hmm. me that spirit Mm-hmm. Which I didn't realize I even had. I didn't know I lost it. You lost it. So when she, when, when I was reintroduced to it, I was like, you know, I did have it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was starting to go back and I was starting to remember the little things, mm-hmm. just those little, little, the laughter, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just sitting there watching Christmas movies mm-hmm. or listening to the music. And it wasn't even like it was record player. It was the record player. It wasn't even like right now I'm playing it on Spotify, but mm-hmm. you had to put, you know, either uh, the vinyl on mm-hmm. or the 45 on. Mm-hmm. And those things are special, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like, hopefully anybody that's listening to this and they're like, I don't, I don't want to get into mm-hmm. Christmas. Hopefully there comes a time where you, 
you can have a moment in your life where you can revisit. There had to have been something good. Right. Um, yes, I agree with you. And, and, and I know Christmas is a lot more. It's, yes. it's about a lot more. Yes. And, and I'm not I'm not suggesting that it isn't. But what I really wanted to focus on was not only are we talking about the birth of Christ, but there's a lot more at play with Christmas, just like with any holiday. If it brings family together, there's something about Christmas, like you said, Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. where there's this energy and it's like, I just want, I just want to, I just want everybody to be safe and, and be happy. And let's, and let's focus on what the the season is about. Exactly. I mean, now you know you get lost in Black Fridays after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and you get lost in the the holiday specials that you know, and and the discounts and the the presents. And I try to teach my kids all the time. I'm like, just just here's what the holiday is about, and just put yourself in a position where you can be where you're happy. Uh, because I don't have any memories. I don't have any bad memories during the holidays mm-hmm. growing up. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing was, as I can think of hard times during the holidays yes. growing up. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Like I can. Yes. I can. And it, but it, I don't really. Exactly. That's not the first thing I go to. That, and you're absolutely right. And I and I applaud you for what you said, Felito. Because one of the things that we have to focus on and remember, and you know. The holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, there's magic there. There's magic when you believe that there's magic. I'm not, because not everybody does. And yeah. that's okay. And ev- not, not Christmas for everybody is a good time. Right, right. And that's okay too. We have to remember that somewhere deep inside, somewhere there was something that was just, even if it was just a small light, that can, you can bring out. Mm-hmm. As a memory, bring that out and pass it on and pass it on and pass it on right. and pass it on. Right. Okay. You just said you had, you went through a time. Yeah. And you, you know, Christmas was just not mm-hmm. like, you know, I know there's so many people that are like that. You're absolutely right. And I put into my, uh, me, myself, I pray over that. Yeah. I pray. I thank God for who I am, where I am, and what I'm doing. I thank God that I had the opportunity to grow up with the family that I did. And yes, there were good times, there were bad times. It wasn't all roses. Right. And but we were taught lessons. Mm-hmm. That lessons that I that we now try to teach our children. And those lessons then move on to the to the grandchildren, and like 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 I mentioned, with mom and dad, their traditions, what they did, they did the best they could with what they had. Right. Okay. Right. That then passed on to us, and we're doing the best we can right. with what we had. I pass that on then to you, and you're doing the best you can with what you have. So when I look at that, when I think of what my mom and dad would think about when they would see you and how proud they would be of you, and they would be like, wow, look what he's doing. Okay. And it all started with just a little bit of light that they put in us. Yeah, yeah. You know, so 
when you're talking about, you know, you say, yeah, Alexandra and what she does and what makes you remember what some people, for some people, Christmas isn't God. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Christmas is what you have, what you believe that it's just that little light that you can pass on. Not hold it in, pass it on. Come out of that and pass it on. And I'm proud of what, what I've done with you. That's, I'm saying it right here, yeah. right in your mic. I'm mm -hmm. proud of what I see because I know my parents would see you and they would be proud. You were in a, a bad situation, Felito. And what I'm so proud of that is that you didn't let it keep you down. You came up out of that. And because you did, you found what you found now in your wife, in your children. So that light that I'm talking about did come out of you and you're passing it on. And it's yeah. brighter. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's brighter. So Christmas can be what anybody feels it is for them. That's what Christmas is. Yeah. You know, that little magic for me is that little magic. For me, I believe in Santa. Yeah. Okay, Saint Nick was the one who started. He was the one who started giving gifts to people, to children. Yeah, that's why we have that tradition. You know, all oh, Christmases, and you know, well, then that's that's fine. That's what they believe. But if you can find within yourself to get something good come out of Christmas, like a little light, just something positive, and pass it on, and it gets passed on, and it gets passed on, and it gets passed on, and then Christmas becomes magical. Mm -hmm. You know, when you have kids, when you have kids that are grateful for just getting a pair of gloves for Christmas. Yeah. That's yeah. magical. Yeah. Yeah. That's magical. And I've had that done. You know, I've had students like that. They, they were just grateful to get a pair of gloves. How do you handle that as a teacher? It was, there was a lot. That breaks my heart just hearing. Yeah, there was a lot. <laughs> like, I don't and know if I could. I mean, yet I, she was a little, I mean, right. listen, the family was so poor and there was not so much and. And there was always somebody that played Santa, you know, um, and, and Mar building. It was. You mean teachers? Oh, teachers. Husbands of teachers. Oh, so there was a lot. There more was going people on. that would do things that, and that's what I mean. Get that one little light that comes out of you, pass it on. And we had a secretary and her and her husband, you know, that we knew of a family that were, and it was Christmas and there were no toys for the kids. And we gathered some toys together, and the guy, Mr. Bowman, came in, and uh, Jerry Bowman, it was, it was her husband. And Jerry gave her all the stuff that went where he was supposed to go. And he goes, and he knocks on the door, and the mother opens the door, and the children are there, and he just drops off the... The this is right a couple two days before Christmas when school is you know on the last day before yeah. school, and he leaves, and two of the kids are running out, calling to him saying, "Mister, Mister, who are you? Aww. Thank you, Aww. thank you." He had tears in his yeah. face. He come yeah. and then we you know he gets back to the building and we're all there and he tells us and you know. That's yeah. what I mean about, you yeah. know, there is something, there is something with, and it's not, and when it goes with everybody who doesn't, be, who doesn't feel like Christmas 
no, with Christmas is this and Christmas, yes. But there's got to be something in there, something in everybody. That just one little positive thing, yeah, yeah. just one, that's magic. Yeah. And if it happens around Christmas, even And I don't know what it is either because I, I try to replicate it and it could be replicated, but any other time of the year, it just doesn't. I hate to say that. It just doesn't. The nostalgia doesn't feel the same. But whenever Christmas comes around, it's like there's just something a little bit special, more special. Yeah. You, where it's like it's just I, I don't know. You know, I think a lot of it has to do with like the, the innocence of children and how this season affects them and how adults like remember being children and so then you're trying to you're trying to feed the the the, the magic mm-hmm. for the child and also reliving reliving mm-hmm. it yourself from what you remember because okay, really what I, I think what a, a lot of it what it comes down to is just that the the children seeing the joy in children's faces is what that magic really is all about because if it wasn't children then I don't think this would work. Mm-hmm. And we could always have our own as adults. But, you know, when I see my daughter and, you know, even my two oldest that are, they're old enough now and, they, and they're hip to what's going on. But when they were younger, it's, there's something there. It's like, I'm not lying to them. I'm just giving them something to believe in that this, when they're old enough and they see what's going on, that spirit still carries over. To other things in life because it's like mm-hmm. you know it's just something special it, mm-hmm. it's really hard to explain mm-hmm. you know i got a friend that's like i well, i'm not gonna lie to my kids and i'm like yeah but it ain't that it isn't it, it isn't no you know, it isn't I'm, no you know it's 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 hard to explain it and i guess that's why they say it's the spirit of christmas it's like you some things just don't need to be explained you just need right. to let it be right um, exactly and, and i feel i feel like that's what like what abuela and abuelo did mm-hmm with all of you and what what I experienced growing up was that things never really were explained. And there were a lot of secret Santa things that took place that mm-hmm. I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it was always just kind of like the, 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 that power of that season was, I don't know, it's just special to me. And, and like I said, um, you know, meeting Alexandra, it, it reintroduced that um, to me. And I never even thought about, you know, uh, and being a teacher and that dynamic, because you're also going to be introduced to a lot of children that mm-hmm. are on two different spectrums. Mm-hmm. So you've got children that are very uh, blessed mm-hmm. and then you've got children that are very not blessed. Not blessed. And so it's, that's gotta be, you know, to hear what you guys were doing. I'm sure that takes place at a lot of other schools yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and that's what I mean. Like, that doesn't happen any other time of year. I'm sure it does, but not to that degree mm-hmm. where it's just special. Mm-hmm. So, this is cool. It really is. Thank you. Though. This is almost well, an hour I, 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 I thank you. And I let me just say, I'm going to say it again. I'm really proud of you. No, I'm really you. proud of you. I'm proud of the man that you are, the husband that you are, the father that you are, and the son that you are. Well, thank you, Mom. And I'm... I'm glad to be here. 
Well, I'm glad, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad, with you're here. I'm, I'm glad every <laughs> you're, you, both of you, my aunt, my uncle here too. I'm very, very because it's it's um, when I when I see everybody like gelling with the conversation, it's like okay, well, then we're all understanding like there's the spirit right yeah. there. It's a cool, it's a cool vibe. Yeah, it was nice to have my baby sister sit here and yeah. listen to this. And One my day I'll brother get more mics because if I can have more mics, <laughs> then I can hook up everybody. So. Well, but me, thank you thank you no. for the opportunity i'm I, I get i i say i'm not nervous but then i realize that when i <laughs> when i do start talking i get nervous but no i am let me tell you i am proud of who i am i am proud of the family that i have and i'm proud and thankful and grateful for what i have with everyone in my family and what i have with you and my grandchildren i am grateful for um, being here and and having the life that I did have, it, it wasn't always easy. But I now know where that brought me. It brought me to here, to sit here in front of you, and for you to want to do this with me, interview me, just to get what our traditions were like. Well, yeah. You took me to when I was a child, and and you know I right I can sit here and say I really love that. I love that. And that yeah. was a gift. That was a gift oh, from so mom cool. and dad. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, because we've talked about it before, but yeah. we never talked talked no. about it. I mean, I, yeah. you know. Now, something a little bit more important mm -hmm. is at what point in our Christmas traditions did we decide it's time for a real tree? Oh, for a real tree? When did that happen in your I'm, life? I'm going to be honest. That happened when I ended up having grandchildren. And you got the real tree. I wanted the real tree. Was that? Did you face any backlash? Did I face any backlash from well, you? Maybe no. <laughs> no. You, you, okay, so you won't get the real tree. Yeah. See, I no, I, I, I only I, get. I, the, I'm more like us. Can we just go back to a fake fucking tree? Oh, <laughs> I love no, the real tree. I only then, get the, then right. the pine needles fall, and it's no. like this is a pain in the padded ass. But you know, I don't get a tree every year, if you notice, because yeah, I only well, get the tree. Just, yeah, I only I get know. the tree when you guys come have Christmas with me here. Otherwise, I go have Christmas with you, and I'm then I'm just sharing that tree. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I never had a real tree until until uh, okay. I became an adult, and exactly. I was like, "This, you know, I kind of like the, I like putting it back." I in do the like, I it. like, yeah, I do like the fake ones. I do. So. All right. Well, I'm a. Well, I'm thank you so one. much. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I I never forget the fact that I'm a very lucky man. I'm a very blessed man. I'm blessed to have the mother that I have. I'm blessed that she raised me the way that she did with the family that um, she had and uh, my sisters and of course my father and the lessons that she taught me, uh, especially, you know, embracing uh, um, uh, the magic that is in Christmas. And um, I want to thank my wife for, for helping me find that again, two very powerful women that I love with all of my heart this season. Um, reminds me of that and helps keep me grounded i also uh i don't want anybody to think that you know we forget what the reason of the season is the reason for the season is the birth of christ and i'm not a church-going person I, you know i try my best but i didn't want to be 
pounding that in everybody's head because I don't, I'm not one to really be preachy like that. But I do believe that. I know what the reason of the season is. We don't go uh, a Christmas without reminding ourselves that. So happy birthday, Jesus. Uh, but please uh, be kind to one another, uh, especially around these times. These days are crazy, uh, but they're also beautiful. And um, I hope everybody is safe. Take care of your loved ones. Um, for those of you that are missing loved ones, my heart is there with you. And I hope that you can find something to help try to fill that void. And I don't think we'll ever we'll have we'll never find anything that can fill a void like the loss of a loved one. But um God did something pretty cool. He he brought a lot of loved people into our lives, special people into our lives. And um uh, you know, take the time to just remember that you've got other people here that are that are here for you. And uh, I want all of you that know me personally to know that I love you. And I genuinely mean that I'm not one to be affectionate like that in public. Uh, but I, I do have a, a full heart. Sometimes life gets in the way and you're forced to keep it in a box. But uh uh, when your heart's full, it's hard to keep it in a box. So anyway, that's enough of that. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Or as we also say in Spanish, Merry Crema. Uh, listen, to end this, I'm not going to uh, play out the usual outro music, uh, even though uh, I love that beat and a lot of people love that beat. I'm going to exit with a, a classic that my mom loves for Christmas. It's one of her favorites. This is Blue Christmas by Elvis Presley. And I also sing this to my mom every Christmas. It's something that, um, a little tradition I like to try to do. I like to give her a little Elvis. All right, guys, y'all be safe. Remember, maintain focus and stay continuous through all four seasons. Won't be the same, dear, if you're not here with me. And when the You'll be doomed.